we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for July 20th, 2015. Sorry, I had to stop right in the middle of that one part. I just looked over at my recorder and realized I was over on time. Um, picking up from the last report, Netanyahu says, I all the more so we will reserve our right to defend ourselves against all of our enemies. He said, we have strength and it is great and mighty. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be boasting about that. You know, if they were following God, I'd say, yeah, great, but, ugh, you know, it's, there's no mention of God. There's no mention of, you know, obviously they're not following God, so I just wouldn't be, I don't know, doing that. Uh, despite Netanyahu's rough rhetoric, Israel's options appear limited, given the wide international support for Tuesday's agreement. So in other words, what is that saying? That is saying that the whole world is turning against Israel, okay? And eventually it's going to be the whole world most likely saying, split your state up even more, form a Palestinian state, give up more land, you know. Well, I, I got convicted to go over these Bible verses regarding this. And if we go to Zechariah 12.1, it says, the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, Okay. Now, this is regarding the end times. We haven't even got here yet, as far as time-wise. Okay, So, the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens, and layeth the foundation of the earth, and formeth the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people round about, when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. This is why the world is all so obsessed with Jerusalem and Israel. Okay, because the Bible says it was going to be this way. And he's going, God is going to make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people round about. Okay, and in that day I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. Because the whole world is going to be turned against it. Nations, I should say. Bible-believing remnant wouldn't be, but nations will be. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. See, that's the ultimate end for the enemies of Jerusalem in particular. They're going to be cut in pieces. Though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. That's how it's going to be. All the people of the earth, essentially. Not Bible-believing remnant, not a, not a Christian, but... In general, nations, they're going to be all gathered against it. That's what the Bible predicts. And this is what we're seeing happen. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David. And the house of David, now I, I skip forward to verse 8. And the house of David shall be as God. Wow, okay. That's pretty heavy duty. As the angel of the Lord before them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. So ultimately, if your plan is to come against Jerusalem and destroy it, it's not going to ultimately end up working out so well for you. I'm just giving anyone, like any pagan or Muslim listening to this, a heads up. You know. Or anyone that hates Jerusalem. Uh, let's go forward here. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And 
they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. Who's 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 quoting this stuff? Who I mean, where are we getting this these words from? Jesus. Jesus Christ. These are his words. And they shall look upon me. He's writing this like first person. They shall look upon me whom they've pierced. When did they pierce them? At the cross. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. They're going to finally get their eyes open. This is going to happen near the end of the tribulation. Two-thirds of the Jews of Israel is going to die. Okay, it's judgment against them. One-third, it says, will be pulled through as silver tried in, in the fire. And they're going to be purified. And these are the ones that are going to have their eyes opened. And they're going to look upon me, Jesus, whom they've pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son. What the Jews should have done before, when Jesus was crucified as a nation, how they should have mourned, they're going to finally do it at the end of the tribulation. Isn't that cool? They never did it collectively, but they're going to at the end of the tribulation when they finally get their eyes opened. Isn't that cool? Now, if you think God is done with Israel or the Israelites... Read Romans 11. Just read the whole chapter. And and, then chapters around it. (laughs) I mean, no. God's done with Israel and the Jews. They're all fake. None of them are real. They're Khazars. And we're the real remnant now. Well, I understand the Bible says if you be a Christ, you be Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I get that. Okay. I get that, but we're we're not the the literal seed line of Israel. We're not the literal Jewish seed line, by and large, most of us. There's going to be 144,000, it says, Jewish male virgins of the specific 12 tribes. Well, no, the black Hebrew Israelites say that that's of their black tribe. And then then you got the white white people that say that um, British Israelism that says, no, it's actually the like Anglo-Saxon races. They make up the 12 tribes. Oh, okay, yeah. And I have some oceanfront property to sell you in Arizona. And I'll throw in the Brook- Brooklyn Bridge while I'm at it. No, the Bible says what it means and means what it says. So Romans 11.25 says, For I would not, brethren that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Blindness in part. They're blind now. But see, here they get their eyes open finally in Zechariah 12.10. And they shall look. They're going to look. They're going to finally see to look upon me whom they've pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. They're going to get their eyes open right there in Zechariah 10, 12. Near the end of the tribulation. 
all these nations are attacking Jerusalem. They're going to be a lot of distress. They're going to be a silver tried in the fire. What does the fire do to silver? It purifies the dross out of the silver. It purifies it. It makes it a vessel fit for the master's use, like the Bible talks about in the New Testament. So this blindness that's happened to Israel is going to end finally when the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And so all Israel shall be saved. Well, how can that be? Well, two-thirds of, of Israel is going to be dead. You go like a chapter ahead and read the end of Zechariah, two-thirds of them are going to be like dead. So what is left of Israel, the one-third that's tried as silver, they're all going to be saved. It says all Israel shall be saved. Two-thirds already just died, though. As it is written, there shall come out of Sion a de the deliverer. In this case, Sion, in the New Testament, is in re reference to Jerusalem. In the Old Testament, it was, it was a different reference. There was Zion and Sion. Okay? I've done studies on that when I got into Mount Hermon. But anyway, um, so, come out of Sion, the deliverer, capital D, J Jesus, okay, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Because they've been in ungodliness up until this point. They haven't had their eyes open. They've been blind, in part. Remember, it says in part. doesn't mean a Jew can't get saved now, or somebody from uh, an Israelite can't get saved. But collectively, it, it, it's not going to happen on a collective basis, on a mass basis, until the fullness of the Gentile come in and, and until the blindness is taken away. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they, meaning the Jews, Israel, are enemies for your sakes. And I have people say, well, no, Jews was never used. Well, it's used in the original 1611 King James. It's in there. I think it's spelled J-E-W-E-S instead of J-E-W-S. I found the verses. I've, I've looked at the actual 1611 online. We don't have the 1611. We have a 1769, either Cambridge or Oxford, King James edition, just so you know. When, you, when they say, well, I've got a 1611, no, you don't. Unless you can read Old English, you do not have a 1611 King James authorized edition. You have a 1769, either Cambridge or Oxford. Cambridge, I believe, is the best version of that. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. Meaning Israel, the Israelites, the Jews, are enemies for our sake right now concerning the gospel. You look at all the stuff in the New Testament they were trying to do, underhanded stuff to try to, like, make sure nobody got saved. Just read Galatians, okay? How certain men crept in unaware to spout our liberty, you know, and they were Jews, and they were trying to bring them back into bondage, okay? Bring them back into the works. Bring them back into the sacrificial Old Testament system that Jesus Christ delivered them from. So as concerning the gospel, they're enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. So these people that go around and just totally 
condemn all the Jews and throw them under the bus and, and say all this and that about them and, and, and attack them, man, you, you, you just better, you know, be careful. The Bible says right here in Romans 11 to boast not against the natural branches. The natural branches are the Jews, are the Israelites. We're a wild olive tree that's been grafted into that tree. Jesus Christ came to his own and his own received him not. And they rejected him and that opened the door of gospel for the Gentiles. But we're not to boast against the natural branches as the Bible talks about in Romans 11. Lest you also be plucked up. So I don't go around <laughs> doing that. So I'm better than the Jews. Look, they rejected Jesus, and I'm so much better, and, 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 and I'm, I'm the elect, and I'm, I'm better. And look at the Jews, they're all heading to hell. No, 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 no. Shouldn't be saying that. That's pride anyway. And you, you should truly want them to all get saved. You know? There's no Bible for that anyway, acting that way. So, you know, I think it's important to have a balance when it comes to that subject. I, I don't mess around with that. Um, so let's go further here. So the Iranian president, Rouhani, has said God has accepted the nation's prayers, meaning he means Allah. This is out of Tehran, in Iran. President Hassan Rouhani told Iranians that all our objectives have been met by a nuclear deal agreed on Tuesday after epic talks with world powers. They must think that, you know... They are probably so full of pride after all the stuff they've been allowed to get away with to the point where we're lifting economic sanctions, we're giving them a clear path to the nukes, we're, we're doing weapons drops to ISIS, we're, we're training these guys, we're equipping them, we're giving them money, we're greasing the skids, making sure that they don't get, you know, too chewed up in battle. We've got into that before. So they think that they're having all this incredible favor from Allah. And their heads are probably so big. And see, the thing is, the more they get away with it, the more they think they're, they're something else. The more they think that, wow, we're really, uh, we're really in Allah's will. He must be really well pleased with us. Look at all the, the infidels we've been able to kill. Look at all the women we've been able to rape and the sex slaves we've been able to sell off and all the little children we've been able to behead. Look at our wonderful fruit. That's how they look at things. I mean, that's what the, the Quran tells them to do. In a live televised address, Rouhani said, quote, God has accepted the nation's prayers. Oh, Allah's accepted your witchcraft prayers to him? Yeah, that's what he's telling everybody. Pride goeth before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. They're going to get it. I'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow, but mm -mm. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes ultimately. Related stories to this, I'm just going to read you the headlines. Iran leader says policy on arrogant U.S. won't change. <laughs> We're arrogant. We've given them everything they've wanted. <laughs> and then they chant death to Israel and America while they get everything they want. So I said, Satan's never, ever satisfied. It doesn't matter what you give them. They're a great example of like Satan in the flesh. Islam at large, particularly like radicalized Islam. It's all going to end up being that way eventually. They're all going to get on board. Islam. I mean, they did, they did that, that poll not too long ago about supposedly, you know, they interviewed a lot of supposed moderate 
Islamic people, and, and the vast majority of them wanted Sharia law in the United States. Well, that's pretty radical. So I don't buy all this garbage about, oh, they're moderate. They would, Yeah, if they were really that way, why aren't they protesting in the streets? All of the beheadings, all of the debauchery and butchering that's going on of Christians, if they were really against it, I don't see, I don't see the uh, moderate Islam rising up against the radical elements. I just don't see that. Why? Because silently they're in lockstep. Silently they're in agreement. Silently all they are is a, tra uh, a Trojan horse. That's all they are. They're a Trojan horse. They're just here to establish a beachhead and um, so that they can allow the more radical elements to infiltrate. That's why they're here. To lull us to sleep, to convince us that, you know, it's a religion of peace. They're, they're doing their part. They're doing their part. But as they increase in numbers, then they start to show their true colors, just like they do every other part of the world. But by then, it's typically too late because, you know, there's so many of them that, you know, it's like rats infesting a ship. And they work all manner of wickedness. Sweden's the rape capital of the world, thanks to them right now. They love those blonde-haired, blue-eyed women. And they, they believe they need to all be raped. And subjugated. That's what they're about. Every manner of perversion you could even conceive. That's what they're about. Next uh, headline reads, Iran hopes to buy new planes after nuclear deal. <laughs> so, yeah, with all this, they're going to be flush with cash into the billions. So they're going to buy some new planes so that they can maybe launch the nukes from um, a um, jet platform, probably. Next report, Iranian missiles are aimed at the USA. This is by John Macternan. And the, the verse here, the first verse he has is Obadiah 115. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, and then done to Israel, essentially, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall be upon thine own head. And again, that's why I say, if, if Obama's able to pull this off, where we totally turn against Israel, which he wants probably about as much as anything, in his cold black satanic heart. I don't mean black race, I mean just black heart. If he's able to pull that off, that might, I, I gotta believe that's probably gonna be the linchpin for God's judgment on America. As thou hast done to Israel, it shall be done unto thee, thy reward shall be upon thine own head. Then there's the Bible verse, I will bless thee that blesses thee and curse them that curse thee. With what he said to Abraham. The father of the Israelites. So, oh, we could really be on the cusp of some bad things. And again, this whole turning against um, Israel, there's a very good likelihood that may happen in that September that everybody's been talking about time frame. September, October, it just depends. Obama is making, this is his commentary, he, uh, the, the author of this report. Obama is making Israel a sitting duck to face a nuclear Iran in war. Then America is going to face nuclear war as well. Right now, Russia and China are preparing for war, and America is their target. What Obama has done to Israel is exactly what the Lord is now in the process of setting America up for. It says right here. 
as thou hast done to Israel, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall be upon thine own head. Whew. Wow. It's just crystal clear what's most likely coming. This is from a report entitled um, Iranian, well, Israeli ambassador to the U.S. Those ICBMs are for you. Iran is building ICBMs, meaning intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles, okay, which can carry nuclear payloads. Okay, so Iran is building ICBMs that are not designed just for Israel, but also for America, or primarily for America, because they wouldn't need to use an ICBM for uh, Israel because it's not intercontinental. It would it'd be a lot shorter. They, they, would, they could use another type of missile, in other words, that was not so advanced. Save some money, you know. As the U.S. just so happens to be the great Satan to them. Who do you think they would want to use these missiles against? Yes, it is the great Satan and, and, and the little Satan Israel. I mean, come on. And they believe then their Mahdi, their Imam Mahdi, the, the 13th Imam, the awaited savior of Islam, will come and then save them from us, from the great Satan. So yeah, and when the Imam Mahdi shows up, he's supposed to show up with um, Master Jesus, the Ascended Master version. It's their Islamic pagan version of Jesus. They believe that they're coming together. I've done tons of reports on that. Just key in Mahdi, M-A-H-D-I in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com or key in Master. You see that Master Jesus reports I've done? <clears throat> It is like Obama is deliberately giving Iran the ability to attack America and also Israel. Obama and the hard left hate America so much that it could be Obama thinks we deserve that he we deserve to be nuked. Please don't think that this is a crazy question because Obama is doing everything he can do to destroy the nation and the left is 100% behind him. So is the right though. They're not doing anything to really ultimately stop this. They can sit here and, and put on a little show and say, oh, well, we had these votes, but we were five votes short. Whatever. It's all, it's all theater. Um, so the left is 100% behind him, just as they're behind him on this deal. Ron Dermer, the Israeli ambassador to the United States, says Obama the Obama administration has agreed to a deal that gives both Iran both a nuclear legal nuclear program, and the money to develop a delivery system. Intercontinental ballistic missiles. And since Israel, yeah, it's true. They get the bomb and they get the extra money to develop the ICBMs. And like we had said, they're going to have the planes too to possibly deliver them and, you know, as another way of delivering the bomb. Um, so this Ron Dermer says the Obama administration has agreed to a deal that gives Iran both a legal nuclear option and the money to develop the delivery system. Um, and since Israel is on the same side of the world as Iran, those ICBMs obviously are for America. Meaning they don't have to use an ICBM, an intercontinental ballistic missile, because they're a lot closer, Israel. He told this to Fox News' Megyn Kelly on Tuesday night. This Israeli, this Israeli ambassador to the U.S. Then he says, I think you have given up everything, Dermer said. 
Yesterday, Iran had an illegal nuclear program and it was facing a headwind of sanctions. But now this deal gives them a legal nuclear program and gives them a tailwind of sanctions relief that they're going to use to continue their march of conquest and terrorism throughout the Middle East, in Syria, in Lebanon, in Gaza, in Yemen. Absolutely. And during this deal, Iran will be able to continue to do research and development on advanced centrifuges and to develop their intercontinental ballistic missiles. Those ICBMs are for you, Dermer said. Yep, he's right. And that's just one threat. Again, talked about Russia, talked about China, talked about all of the jihadists, Islamic jihadists that are already here, that have already had their terrorist sleeper cells here for decades. All of the illegal aliens, the gangs, and, and this type of things that are going to go hot when things get bad. All of the various gangs, the, the, then the race wars, the black gangs, the white race against the black, they're, they're, they're going to try to foment everything. The Black Panthers, they're going to, I mean, it's just going to be a free-for-all. That's what their goal is. Order out of chaos. To bring the new world order out of the chaos of the old. Uh, one Another report read, Iran threatens White House will be destroyed in under 10 minutes should a strike occur. So what does that mean? Well, they don't supposedly don't have ICBMs yet. So what would that mean? That means that they must think that they've got enough of their Islamic... Uh, terror cells set up in the U.S. that they would have some way of destroying the, the White House within 10 minutes should an, should an attack on Iran occur. I saw the other day some Islamic devil was in front of the White House and he was showing like this, this smartphone he had and it had like some, I think it was the ISIS black flag of jihadi and it's like we are near on the screen and he was filming that Right in front of the White House. So that's what they mean by that. Okay? And then when you have the White House putting up the gay flag colors to bathe the front of the whole front of the White House in the gay flag colors on the day that they approve gay marriage, well, why shouldn't it be destroyed? It's a house of devils. It's, a, it's an abomination. <clears throat> Meaning from God's judgment. I'm not saying anybody go destroy it. I'm saying that why wouldn't it be? course it's just a matter of time most likely for somebody does god lets that happen it's god's judgment and then iranian regime threatens to take 1,000 american hostages if the u.s ever attacks so this is how iran rewards america for all of the things that it just gave them all the things that i mentioned this is how they reward them you will be destroyed in under 10 minutes should a strike occur against Iran. We will take 1,000 American hostages if you ever attack. Chaining death to America, death to Israel in the streets. That's how we're rewarded. You, you can't ever give enough, as I said, to Satan to appease him. And this is they're, they're the best example of that on planet Earth that I know of as far as a religion, as far as an ideology goes, that, that I could possibly give you to mimicking satan 
in their actions. Psalm 83 verse 18 says that men may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. That, that was a verse that, that he inserted in, into all of this. That day will come, but it's, it's going to be, you know, a little ways off. We're going to have to go through quite a bit to get there. But yes, that day will come. Next report is Netanyahu says Israel's not bound by an Iran deal and it will defend itself. Uh, Israel has no choice but to plan an attack on Iran to destroy its nuclear program. That's what this report is saying. I've been seeing that a lot too. They're going to be put in a position where they have no choice. Now, if they were able to pull that off, then that would be the excuse for the United States and the UN to come back and say, oh, Israel, you, you, you satanic ball of devils. How dare you attack that religion of peace and these puritanical people that want nothing but goodness and, 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 and just happiness for you. And you have the audacity to attack their nuclear program as if they would have ever acted upon anything. Well you know, we're going to impose all kind of punishments on you, Israel, and we're going to split your state, your, your country up now. We are going to create a Palestinian state because look at what you've done to Islam. Islam has to be appeased, and we're going to do that by giving her her own Palestinian state. And you better shut your mouth or we'll attack you. Think about it. That could be an absolute plausible scenario as the excuse to why that happens to why obama says well they've got to be punished and this is it's enough is enough i can hear obama right now in his sanctimonious fork tongue devil tone enough is enough we need we need we need a two-state solution obviously and this is the right time to do it as a peace gesture <laughs> i can see it a mile away Something, something like that. Some, some derivation of, of some scenario like that is most likely how it's going to happen. The world is a much more dangerous place today than it was yesterday. That's what Netanyahu said. Meaning before the, this was given, this agreement. Netanyahu said speaking at the start of an emergency security cabinet meeting, he convened following the news of the deal, which was officially announced Tuesday morning. World powers have, quote, gambled that in 10 years time iran's terrorist regime will change while removing any initiative for it to do so islam is not going to change islam is what guides and governs their governmental decisions their ideology their religion their country okay like many countries in the middle east so they're not going to change obviously Um, then he says, in fact, the deal gives Iran every incentive not to change. Obviously, you rewarded them for doing evil. They're doing evil. You reward them. They're going to keep doing evil. Netanyahu fired that the deal will fuel Iran's sponsorship of terror and attempts to destroy Israel. Obviously. So you've really got the whole world coming against you. you got the Pope yoking up with that Turkish nutbag president about, you know, two-state solution. 
he wants to invade Israel. He's, he's telling all Islam to invade it, take it over. You got this, with this deal with Iran. You got Obama, who absolutely hates Israel's guts. I really believe, too, that all of this ultimately, it's going to get so, so dark in Israel in order to ultimately drive them back to the Lord until, until they finally get their eyes open and they look upon whom the one whom they've pierced, their deliverer, capital D, that'll come out of Sion, it'll come out of Jerusalem, and they're going to look upon that one whom they've pierced as, you know, they look upon one that mourns for their only begotten son, basically. All of this is being done as staging for that event, to bring them to that point, that time of darkness that they're going to have to go through in order to finally get their eyes opened through this unbelievable chastisement that they're going to have to endure, where two-thirds of their whole uh, race is going to be destroyed. And they'll finally get to the point and finally be, I, I would dare say, humbled enough, because obviously humility goes along with that whole process, to where they finally get their eyes opened. So, yes, God is permitting it to happen. Okay, and it, ultimately it's for that purpose. Ultimately. It's like, you know, when you pray, Lord, if it, you've got to hang somebody out over hell for, for an hour in order to get saved. Well, better they hang out over hell for an hour than they go to hell for eternity. Okay, well, what would hang it over hell? That'd be severe chastisement. Well, it's chastisement that Israel is, is, is looking at here. Um, that they're going to be going into a, well, so is America, probably even worse. Uh, so going forward, um, okay, so, so the next, the next report, uh, is entitled, Iran deal an existential danger unknown for a generation. This is coming to a head really fast and it will not take long for the war meaning I believe World War III is what they're in reference to. Former Israeli ambassador to the U.S., um, Michael Oren, who is a member of the Kesnet Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee, responded sharply to the announcement of the final deal on Iran's nuclear program on Tuesday by saying that, quote, this is a bad deal that places us in an existential danger such as we have not experienced for a generation, warned Oren. The picture from Iran in which they're burning American flags, proves that the Iranian threat is not only against Israel, but against the American nation and the entire West. Uh, yeah, this is the road to World War III. And then the, the next, there's another, there's all these little reports that confirm things. The next one was entitled, We Need to Get Serious About Russia. I have been saying for a long time that Putin is not bluffing. God has raised Russia up as a rod of iron for judgment against America. Very well could be the case. Because Lord knows we deserve judgment in America. As General Joseph Dunford, the incoming Joint Chief Chairman, told the Senate Armed Services Committee at the confirmation hearing last week, if you want to talk about a nation that could pose an existential threat to the United States, I would have to point to Russia. If you look at their behavior, it is nothing short of alarming. I mean, they've been doing all kind of stuff. All the time. Buzzing our ships. Turning off... Um, 
our our able our ability to like track them and all of these things and disabling like our radars they've got all kind of technology evidently that we do not have on their planes alone just to show us who's boss it's been happening and you know putin is 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 authorizing this stuff a lot of provocative stuff and our response has been you know uh, as far as i can see next to nothing Uh, next little report japan warns china is making a new platform in the east china sea the problem with china has not gone away china con- continues to the military buildup and march toward war there's a whole other i mean these are all different links i can't get into all the content on them but there's one on russia one on china then another one russian air defense troops to conduct conduct major drills in august it's all kind of russian troops that have been seen up in alaska i've told you about the russian troops on american soil you know Eh, we're, we're going to talk about that even more later actually that part of it now let's go further um revealed how tennessee islamic terrorist muhammad yosef abdul aziz posted a cryptic blog on islam and his special policeman father was once investigated for terror links no no calling him by mainstream media a cold-blooded murderous islamic jihadi sympathizer for the devil no they they don't say that at all they don't even in fact today they were up there saying um yeah he said isis was stupid so see this has nothing to do with radical islam or isis you know it doesn't have anything to do with that see that's what they want you to think about the the tennessee shooting it's nothing to do with islam they never called the guy islam at first he was a white guy and I'm thinking, oh, okay, <laughs> I can see this coming a mile away. But no, he, he's, he, he's got, yeah, he, he, Muhammad Yosef Abdulaziz or whatever. He's an, he's an Irish guy. He's, he's an Irishman. He's a Scotsman. You know, good Scottish name. He's, he's not Islam. Come on. Who's, who is named Muhammad Yosef Abdulaziz in Islam? Nobody. Obviously, that's an Irish-Scottish derivation okay so um yeah so he's an irish guy scotch irish and um he posted a cryptic blog on islam and uh they've just they've just been downplaying it from the moment you know they never called him islam never called him muslim you know he's got the beard he's got the name he's obviously a muslim that's been proven but we can't say that we have to just downplay all of that and be politically correct and he made a mystery seven-month pilgrimage to jordan and his father was investigated for funding terrorism but he's he's not a bad guy he's not a muslim obviously he was born in kuwait muslim country with jordanian citizenship became u.s citizen when his family moved here in 1996. He made several mystery tri- trips to the Middle East, including Yemen, a known terrorist training ground, and a seventh-month tour of Jordan from April to uh, November 2014. The Kuwaiti official news agency also said the terrorist traveled to Kuwait and Jordan in the spring of 2010. So he's really got around, but he's, he's not a Muslim terrorist. No, no. He's, a, he's an Irish Catholic, of course. He posted rambling messages about Islam and, and, and his life being a test, quote, test in the days before the shooting. How did that test work out for you, devil? 
Are you being tested in hell now? After you killed those innocent Marines? I, I, oh no, you're with your 72 virgins and white-skinned boys. I forgot. I forgot. No. No, he's burning in hellfire. Getting to live those deaths that he caused over in their eyes, most likely. Over and over for all eternity. And then, gets, getting, then he gets to get thrown in the lake of fire. When it's all said and done after that. He texted a friend a link to Quranic verses the day before the attack. His father, why isn't this all over national news? Because they're pigs. They're whores. Prostitutes, whatever you want to call them. They are. They have no love for the truth. All they care about is lies and deceiving people. The, the lamestream media. His father was investigated by a joint terrorism task force in the 1990s for suspicious overseas donations, but ultimately deemed not a risk. Dailymail.com has exclusively obtained documents revealing his parents were caught in a messy divorce in 2009, without Abdulaziz's mother alleging, and this was proven actually, that her husband beat her and sexually assaulted her in front of their children. That's always good. Assaulting the mother of your children in front of the kids. More wonderful fruit of Islam. He also wanted to take an, a, another wife. That also came out. He wanted a second wife because Islam permitted it under Sharia law. So this is the kind of, of pigs we're dealing with here. But you know, Islam had no part in this whatsoever. He was just a crazy guy. Just a crazy guy. You know? That's all it was. And he liked guns. And see, it was the guns. That's another thing they blame The guns. Trained with guns a lot. He was a crazy guy. Had nothing to do with his him being a demon-possessed Muslim. No. Or all these other things. These mystery uh, trips he's taken where he was gone like seven months at a time and nobody knew where he was at and he was training in known terrorist training ground. No, none of that had anything to do with anything. Of course not. Perish the thought. Now we're ju uh, we're just being paranoid if we start thinking, if we start walking down that lane. Obviously, we all need to take a step back and just, you know, cooler heads prevail here. Let's Let's really think this thing through. Yeah, so that's that's his uh that's a little bit about him. Next report, suspected ISIS Twitter account claims responsibility for the Chattanooga shooting. A Twitter account claiming to be associated with ISIS terrorists appeared to take responsibility for the Chattanooga shooting on Thursday, which took the lives of four Marines, now five or dead, outside of a Tennessee Navy and Marine Reserve Center. And it said, oh, American dogs, you will soon see wonders. See, they know what's coming. There's a link, all the, the links to it are right here in the PDF for this teaching for uh, <clears throat> July 20th, 2015. The Twitter account created just yesterday appears to have sent out a tweet before Muhammad Yosef Abdulaziz was identified as the shooter. The tweet stated that the American dogs, you'd see wonders, with hashtags including Chattanooga, um, USA, and ISIS. 
And then another one said, taste the blood of the Americans are very good. The account also sent out several other tweets mentioning the blood of Americans while warning of their impending fate. To all the kofar, meaning unclean, infidel, and American dogs, this is your fate. Soon you will see wonders. Yeah, soon you're going to see hell. Hellfire. Whether it's, whether it's now or 50 years from now. <laughs> that's, their, that's their fate. I pray to God if it would be possible their souls be saved. But you don't see very many of these radical Islamic devils getting converted. Because they are so taken over. They are so demon possessed to the toenails. They, are, they have had their conscience so seared with a hot iron. To do the things that they do. It's like you don't see a lot of pedophiles you know, going to churches to the altar calls and saying, I got miraculously saved. I think there's a, a, a line that gets drawn by God and there's not, there's very, very few that can escape that and get saved once they've crossed that line, once they've been turned over to a reprobate mind, once they've had their conscience seared with a hot iron. It's, it's very hard to reverse that process. And I think uh, these, particularly these radical uh, Islamic people, they've, so crossed that line so long ago. I mean, you look at the atrocities they commit, and it's like, wow, dude. I mean, how far gone would you have to be to rape little girls, to sell women into sex slavery, to behead innocent Christians, and to like it, and to burn people alive, and do all the things that they do? You know, you got to be pretty far gone, is all I'm saying. According to CBS News, U.S. Attorney Bill Killian said officials were treating the attacks as an act of domestic terrorism. Yeah, yeah domestic terrorism. When the reality is, yeah, okay, it was domestic terrorism, but it, 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 right here it explains it. Though the FBI special agent in charge, Ed Reinhold, said authorities were still investigating the motive. We, we just don't have a clue what the motive is. His name's Irish, Scottish, obviously. He has no ties to the Middle East. He was just born in Kuwait and he's made all these mystery trips. His dad was just investigated before for, for funding um, terrorist groups. He texted his friend Quranic verses the day before the attack. He posted rambling messages about Islam and his life being a test the days before the shooting. We don't know what the motive is, though. We don't have a clue. Well, you know, they're do that's some good police work, is all I can say. They are they're doing a yeoman's job. You know. <coughs> Excuse me. Just some rapid fire bullet points. Pew Research says spike in Americans uh, there is a spike in Americans who are very concerned about domestic Islamic extremism. And then Paris, in Paris, France, three French charged an ISIS plane to attack military base. So here's another part of the world where they're planning to attack the military base. And we, we've went over in recent teachings how the military and how the law enforcement are a big target for ISIS to the point where they've posted addresses of certain people in the military and law enforcement officers and all of these things. You know, it's pretty pitiful when you have these recruiting centers like this where they're not permitted to be armed which creates gun free zones which is where these cowards always end up attacking 
so they can do the, the maximum amount of damage and, and, and they don't have to worry about anybody shooting back. And here you have a military recruiting center where nobody's allowed to be armed. <clears throat> Gun-free zone. Says it right on the door. I think Clinton did that. So of course that's where they're going to attack. So that's, you know, that's one of their main goals. Take out the military. Take out law enforcement. And then another one, the, the new video came out where it shows a child uh, beheading uh, one of these people, one of these people over in the, the Middle East. I, I, I refuse to watch that stuff. I don't want to watch it. Now they're having little kids do the beheading. Kill people, shoot them in mass. It's create as much maximum shock value as possible, I guess. Five children among 90, another report, five children among 94 crucified, flogged and caged by ISIS for, for what was the offense? Eating during Ramadan. They crucified 94 people. Five of them were children. Tortured them before they did it. Because they ate during Ramadan. Boy, they really take their fast and seriously in Islam, don't they? Oh, they only killed 94. What's the big deal? They're good people. Salt of the earth, you know? I mean, it's just, it makes you so incredibly righteously indignant that this wickedness is going on and it's increasing every day. And I, I, I encourage you, you know, to pray against this wickedness. That they're not allowed to carry out this. That God would intervene. That they would, God would deliver these people that they're doing this to, and the Christians. Because when wickedness prospers, good things never happen. When God judges wickedness, good things always happen. Look in the Bible. Every time. Next report, a depraved indifference, ISIS murders more than 120 and wounds 140 more in ICE truck suicide bombing plot. Next bullet headline, ISIS Muslim militants intentionally blow up a baby as part of a training class on demolitions. Showed this, this baby with a hand grenade next to it, and they I guess they remotely detonated it. Blew up the baby. Yeah, this is Islam. This is Islam. And our government does nothing about it. No, they fund them. They equip them. They arm them. They train them. They created them. Let's give Iran the nuke. Let's lift all the economic sanctions. And let's give them billions of dollars on top of that in cash. And see how it works out for us and Israel. It's just insanity to a level that is absolutely beyond comprehension. Satanic insanity. With very little pushback worldwide to the insanity. Obama honors, in next report, Obama honors Islam before the dead Marines killed by the Islamic terrorist. Americans are furious. President Obama issued a statement yesterday 
urging Americans to respect the religion of Islam before he even commented on the terror attack by an Islamic extremist in Chattanooga, which killed four Marines, actually five now, which prompted widespread anger. The White House tweeted out a statement wishing Muslims Eid Mubarak as Ramadan came to a close, adding that, quote, the holiday is a reminder to every American of the importance of respecting those of all faiths and beliefs. Because, see, Islam does that in spades. They respect all faiths and beliefs. You know? Haven't we just proven that with all of the reports that we've read? All of the depraved, evil, satanic, debauched behavior? Of course they respect those of all faiths and beliefs. So Obama was right on the money here. Truer words have never been spoken. You know? I'm sure you would agree. Obama says, from my family to yours, Eid Mubarak. To the Muslims celebrating Eid Ufutur, whatever. I guess the end of Ramadan. And that's right from, right from Obama, POTUS. President of the United States, POTUS. White House, July 60. All the links are right here. You can see it for yourself. So before he said anything about the five Marines that have been killed by an Islamic extremist that he equipped, that he allowed to be here, and there's millions more like him already on our soil, all by design, we're going to get into that next, or later. Before he did that, he had to honor Islam, and then have the audacity to say the holidays reminder to every American of the importance of respecting those of all faiths and beliefs. <laughs> because Islam so does that. You know, they respect everybody. All religions are equal in Islam, in Allah's eyes. You know? The statement was tweeted hours after the Chattanooga shooting and after it had been established that the culprit... It was hours. It was, it's almost like this devil just... He cannot wait to do the next satanic thing or say or do or act on the next satanic thing to stick it to any, any American with any type of morals or values. He just wants to spit in their faces continually. The statement was tweeted hours after the Chattanooga shooting and after it had been established that the culprit was 24-year-old Muhammad Yosef Abdulaziz or whatever, a Kuwaiti Muslim whose blog revealed that Islam played a central role in his ideology. It was only after Obama had lectured Americans about respecting Islam <laughs> that he paid tribute to the four, actually five now, dead Marines killed by an Islamic terrorist. Of course, I'm sure he didn't acknowledge it was Islam had anything to do with it. Just some guy that loved guns because guns are the, are the problem. Had nothing to do with the shooter and his ideology and then he was radical Islam and he was trained in the Middle East. Had nothing to do with that. No. So, reaction, reaction to the timing was brutal. Um, these are just some comments about 
this Obama's tweet that were up on the internet. I thought this was a sick joke. That is until I realized it was really from the POTUS. Awful timing to say the least. Um, the wording, and it's this is another one, the wording and its timing is so poor in light of today's tragic attack that I'm at a loss for words. Another person said, I'm shocked by your recent post at White House at POTUS today, following today's murders of our decorated Marines. Another one said, you're aware there was a massive shooting again today by a Muslim right? You could at least pretend you give a blank. And then another one, you don't deserve to be POTUS. Four Marines died on U.S. soil today at the hands of a devout Muslim that you made a U.S. citizen. Those are just some. Next report, Obama removes Iran and Hezbollah from the terror list. Crickets from Congress. The mask is coming off faster and faster, and you have to, and you are seeing the true face of Barack Obama, who is a Muslim, who was raised a Muslim, obviously, among other unbelievably undesirable, disgusting, satanic traits. He's a Muslim. It is a form of a prostrated believer, Obama, who kneels before Islam, loves terrorists, and bows before the mullahs of Iran. Here's a picture of him bowing before the mullahs of Iran, which you've probably seen those pictures him bowing i mean i'm talking really bowing i'm talking he's at a 90 degree angle all the way over because that's 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 his heroes man it is also the face of hatred toward israel he is a two-faced visage of evil and chaos and he abhors america and do all and does all that he can to bring her to her knees and render her to her enemies he not only declared that the Taliban were not terrorists, he has now taken Iran and Hezbollah off the terrorist list. This was undoubtedly at the behest of Iran during the nuclear talks. Yet he keeps the Christians that are over there, the three ones that we know about, in prison and says that that's off the ta table as far as negotiations go. That's fine, you know. Hezbollah is their proxy child of hate. Not only will Obama give everything to Iran that they want, including nukes, he claims that they are the anointed ones, while branding America and Israel the true enemies. His preface will be the great, will be death to the great and little Satan. From Front Page Magazine, it says, You know the country responsible for killing hundreds of Marines, which proved provided sanctuary to Al-Qaeda, and whose terrorist proxies helped give Al-Qaeda the skills to carry out terrorist attacks? Well, now they're no longer terrorists. Sure, their terrorist groups currently control part of Lebanon and Yemen, and they're not, but they're not terrorists, though, now. Because if Iran was a state sponsor of terror, then Obama letting them have the bomb might look bad. This way, though, by making them not terrorists, that's fine, though. An annual report delivered recently um, to the U.S. Senate by James Clapper, the director of national intelligence, removed Iran and Hezbollah from its list of terrorism threats. After years in which they featured in similar reports in describing, uh, after years in which they were featured in similar reports, in describing Iran's regional role, the report noted the Islamic Republic's intentions to dampen sectarianism, build responsive partners, and de-escalate tensions with Saudi Arabia. Um, the only time the report mentions Hezbollah is when describing it as the victim of attacks. See, Islam's just a big victim. Me, I'm just a fork-tongued devil 
that's lying to you about Islam. I'm making all this stuff up. None of this stuff really happens on a day-to-day basis. I, Scott Johnson, makes up everything about Islam. I create it out of thin air and cleverly copy and paste stuff to do that. Didn't you know that about me? Yeah. Because I make all this stuff up. You know why Hezbollah is really, and Islam is really the true victim here. So now you know the truth, everyone. I'm, I'm glad I got that off my chest finally. Because they're like Mary had a little lamb. There's pure as Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Pure as little, little sheeplings frolicking in the field. Hezbollah and Islam and ISIS and, and, and all its derivations. They're pure. They're wonderful. They're innocent. Every one of them. And they've never done a bit of evil. It's just infidels like me that give them a bad name. So again, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Now I, you know, I feel like I can die happy now. So let's go further. Oh, out of time. Sorry. I have to go to part three here. And uh, we're looking at a long study here because I'm only on page nine out of 26 pages. So God bless you and we'll see you in part three.